Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. I want to thank all of you for coming along with us throughout the fruited plains as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation. You're listening to the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant, and hey, I want to thank our flagship station, Red State Talk, uh, for uh, having us a part of their family. Also, uh, Urban Family uh, Talk, I want to wel- uh, thank them for welcoming us into their family as well. They are a ministry of American Family uh, Radio and also Loving Liberty. All of you who replay the show throughout the day on your various terrestrial platforms, we certainly want to thank you as well. If you're traveling through Times Square, look up above Ripley's Believe It or Not, and the Red State Talk billboard does, in fact, um, pop up there all the time, 24 hours a day. And every hour, the C.L. Bryant show does pop up there in Times Square and old C.L.'s face looking right back at you. Be sure to download the free C.L. Bryant show app onto your favorite device and listen to all of the shows that are cataloged there wherever you go. That's a free download. And I want to thank you again for coming along with us here today. Hope all of you had a fabulous weekend and all of you dads out there. Hope you took care of your responsibilities enough that your family was wanting to take care of you on our day here as fathers. You know, uh, there is an organization that is dedicated to the family and the cornerstone of the family as God intended it. We can read scripture from Genesis all the way through. It's all about relationship. And the first relationship that we look at is uh, the family uh, and American family Radio has been a stalwart in defending family values in our nation. Uh, there is a legacy that has been passed on from Don Wildman down through his son, Tim, and now through his grandson, Walker Wildman, who is my special guest today. It is my privilege, honor to have him on with me for the very first time. Help me welcome to the C.L. Bryant Show, Walker Wildman. Thank you for being on with me how are you friend hey i'm doing well cl and thank you for having me on the show for the first time and i'm excited to be here glad to talk about various topics we're going to discuss today absolutely you know walker uh there are some things and topics that you have been engaged in that are very provocative and very important uh for us as americans to uh, pay attention to one of them that i want to kick off today with you is this uh in reading about you my producer sent me over uh some information uh, about your lifestyle and 
your lifestyle is that of uh, like very much like mine. It's an outdoorsman. And I believe, even though I teach my taught my daughters to hunt, I have three daughters and a son, but I, all of them know how to hunt, shoot guns, fish, all of that. That's a very important part of my growing up. It's a part of masculinity. However, is there an attack on the male of the species in this country? And, Walker, what is the design for that? Is there some type of design for attacking masculinity in our country? From your point of view, talk to us about it. Sure. Sure. Well, yeah, there's absolutely no doubt an attack on not toxic masculinity. That's 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 a red herring. This is an attack on traditional manhood. What is traditional manhood, Walker? You ask traditional manhood is that men should be leaders. They should have drive. They should be tough. They need to uh, have a sense of direction on where they want to go with their life. Um, And they need to be uh, providers. They need to provide for their family, provide for their for their spouse, and, and and the list goes on and on. So, this this attack on what they're calling toxic masculinity is really an attack on traditional manhood, and this is this is more so about breaking down the continual breakdown of the of the family, as outlined in scripture, and that's what the left wants to do. They want to break down the family. Why? Because if you break down the family, you break down society. If you break down society, you break down our country. That's what this is all about. How did we get to this point in America where we're founded on Judeo-Christian values and, and ethics? And, of course, at one time, the church was the leading voice to speak out against all types of things. How, then, did we get to this point? What has broken down? What have we failed to do in order to to uh, shore up and refresh the ideas of leadership as far as males are concerned. What happened? Well, what happened is in the early to mid 1900s, between the 1900 and 1950, you had the Great Great Depression, you had various hardships, which were legitimate, no doubt. But what happened there is – the government stepped in, and some leaders in the government said, what we'll do to solve this depression, solve financial difficulty, is we'll just bring the government in. We'll, step, we'll, st- we'll let the government step in, let the government start printing money, printing checks, and mailing it to anyone who has financial difficulties. What did that do? That made the dad, that made the father – 100% irrelevant for those receiving welfare checks. So we started then incentivizing fatherlessness. So if you don't have a dad at home, then guess what? You get a paycheck automatically. And so when you replace dads with government and fathers with government uh, a welfare, then you immediately begin decentivizing uh, uh the, the, the father figure in the home and him being there to provide uh, uh, provide a living for the family as the prim- primary breadwinner, if you will. So the moment we started incentivizing out-of-wedlock births via the welfare system, that's when we went wrong as a country. And so that really started this whole trend, and now we're way past that as a problem. Now we're getting to attacking manhood, uh, generally speaking, to where the, what the left wants to do here, no doubt, they want to eliminate 
uh, the role of men in society, the traditional role of men in society as leaders, if they can do that, then they can take over the country 100%. Absolutely, they can, folks. And, hey, listen, uh, in my film, Runaway Slave, what Walker Wildman has just talked to you about five years ago, we made a movie about this. You can, if you have Amazon Prime, download Runaway Slave documentary, and uh, you can watch in the comfort of your own home tonight. But he is r- at right on as far as the design was concerned. Now, what you have just talked about, Walker, is considered in this country right now politically incorrect. In fact, some would say that that borders on hate speech. This is my question. I am beginning to see, and I I crisscross the nation maybe once a month, every month, uh, sometimes I speak in churches on college campuses, but I see too many times that pastors are beginning to think that this is not a gospel issue. This is an issue for politicians and those who uh, are, are legislators. I disagree, and I don't know how you feel about it, but I do want to talk about it here today. Should our pulpits be heralding and speaking out against the type of design that you have just described to destroy uh, masculinity and the family in our country? Walker Wildman. Touch on every issue about society and how society should function. As a matter of fact, there should be no issue that is off limits. The gospel, scripture, the Bible doesn't doesn't uh, uh, skip over certain issues because oh they're too controversial. Because how about the resurrection? Isn't that controversial that that Jesus Christ rose from the dead? I mean that that defies science. So hold, let's don't talk about that. Everything about Scripture is countercultural and, quote, controversial. So uh, to your point, every, nothing, no topic should be off limits in the pulpit. And, uh, and, and we, have to, we have to face this head on because if we don't start addressing fatherlessness and, and the lack thereof in our country, then we're not really going to be addressing the root causes of, of all of our social issues. So we have to get at the breakdown of the family. How do we do that? We talk about it. And one of the first things we need to start doing, especially in our public schools, is we need to stop teaching kids, if you will. And I'll try to just keep it PG-13 here, but we need to stop teaching kids how, uh, how it's safe to have premarital sex. We need to start teaching them how you wait until you're married to have sex and sexual intercourse. That's the first step in in solving this out-of-wedlock birth rate and fatherlessness that follows. Politically correct attitudes and politically correct uh, teachers and professors. Uh, when we talk about those two words, uh, we're on with Walker Wildman, American Family Radio host, and of course, uh, a voice here in America heralding the truths and principles of the American family, which is the cornerstone, America, of our existence. When we talk about those two words, Walker, political correctness, Is that also, as you used this word earlier in the interview, a red herring? Is that a a smoke and mirror type of distraction uh, for the American psyche that is ADD? Really, it is right now. Uh, Where did that word come from? Why is that something that is so useful as a tool to hammer and cow people down to talking about the issues? Talk to us. 
Yeah, well, sure. Here's what happened over the past 20 or 30 years, maybe even a little before that. The left, the, the, social, uh, the social elites in our country, the, 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 the ruling class, the left wing, the Democrats, what they figured out is that conservatives, in large part, many of them are actually Bible-believing Christians. And Bible-believing Christians want to be nice to people. They want to be liked. We want people to like us because Scripture tells us to love to love people, love your neighbor as yourself, and the list goes on. And so the left capitalized on this political correctness movement, and they started name-calling Christians. They started uh, p- pushing Christians to the back of the bus, telling us to keep our mouths shut, that we're hateful, that we're bigots. And what did we do? In large part, we said, okay, okay, you're right. We're too mean. We need to be nicer. And so what have we done here? We've created a vacuum that the left has filled, and they've really started censoring speech and, and calling things that they disagree with, hate speech. And it's really put a dent in the conservative movement, and we're really just now recovering. When we talk about a manifest destiny, and I uh, want everybody to tune, listen to what we're about to talk about now, because I believe, as it is listed in the 28 Principles of Liberty, the very last uh, listing in uh, that is the manifest destiny of the United States, and it has that we are to be an example. We have a manifest destiny to be an example and blessing to the entire human race. It's our birthright as an American citizen. That's what I take from it. That's what I believe. That's how I live my life as an American, surely as an unashamed, unabashed Christian. On with me, I do believe is another uh, unashamed and unabashed Christian. But I'm also unashamed and unabashed (laughs) American. And I believe that we do have a destiny. Blessed from sea to shining sea by God. God to be an example to the rest of the nation. However, Walker, when we talk about the greatness of America, when we talk Talk about us being an exceptional nation. There is also a move to to cow down and to weaken that type of speak coming from patriots and Christians. Walker Wildman, talk to us about the role of that America should be playing and should have been playing for the last uh, 243 years. But now we're just rediscovering our American boldness and masculinity where did we begin to wane and is it this president that is beginning to lead us back to a path of strength yeah yeah well you're you're exactly right this started years ago once again this whole movement to tear down society tear down america shame our country into submission this started decades ago this is not a new agenda by the left uh, it's only only rising in prominence because they're out and proud about what they believe in. But this is this has been going on for decades, and that is you 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 shame America and then you lift up the rest of the world. And and you even look back at and this is this seems off topic, but it's exactly on topic. You look look at back at some of these trade negotiations and these trade deals that we struck the past twenty and thirty years. And all these all these financial deals that we struck with these foreign countries like China and Mexico and other countries, all of this, all of this, uh, all of the deck is stacked up against America. I mean, we're on the losing end of these negotiations on every level. 
And, 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 and as President Trump has said, we're overseas uh, protecting other people's borders, and we can't even protect our own. And so this, this uh, the conservatives are finally, thanks to President Trump, waking up to this assault on American sovereignty and patriotism. And, and we're starting to look around and realize, look, we are the greatest nation on earth. There is nobody even close to us. So we need to start acting like we're the greatest nation on earth. And that means defending our borders, defending our sovereignty, and not letting the globalist elites tell us what to do. When we talk about um, equal opportunity, now, Walker, I see that you played sports. I played high school football, tried to play college, found out I was too small to do that. But just the same, uh, in, in sports, <laughs> sports taught me something. It taught me that even though you had equal opportunity on the gridiron, there was never equal results. The stats, everything was different as far as results were concerned. We love sports as a, as a nation, but yet when it comes to the outcome of people and their contribution to the game of life, let's just say, uh, why is it that we're still expecting equal outcomes? Uh, the, the Constitution has never guaranteed an equal outcome for anyone, but you do have an equal opportunity. Walker, are we falling into a codependent uh, type of relationship with big government? We have about uh, two minutes left in this segment. I want you to stay with me through the break. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be glad to. But 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 to, to, to address your point here, the whole idea, the whole uh, talking point on we need equal opportunity, we need so-called equality for everyone, that's all aimed at bringing us to one solution, or so-called solution, one end game, and that is socialism. The, the elites in our country want everybody to be on the same playing field, and oh, doesn't that sound so great, except for if everybody's on the same playing field, then that means nobody can rise to the top and, and, and use their individual liberty and their individual talents to achieve greatness. And so uh, equal opportunity uh, has been here in, in this country, and that means everyone has a chance at succeeding, and I'm all for that. But the fact that we all need to be uh, the same and on the same playing field and all earning the same income that is called socialism. And you look at China, you look at North Korea and Venezuela and these other countries, it's not working out so well. Folks, uh, it has been said that to change America, you don't need to change the history books, but all you need do is redefine the words. When we return with Walker Wildman, American Family Radio's Walker Wildman, we're going to talk about that redefinition of some words. Gender, family, marriage, nation. We want to talk about the process that progressive liberals are in fact using to change the history in the minds of our young people as we go into our American future. Don't any of you go anywhere. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant show coast to coast border to border. We're on with Walker Wildman. We're going to return with more of the show here in just a few minutes. Be sure if you don't get both hours of the show to download free the C.L. Bryant show on your favorite device. Don't go anywhere. Be right back.
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. And it will remain that way as long as people like you are vigilant. Thomas Jefferson, OTJ himself, said that the price of our liberty will be our eternal vigilance. We're doing our very best to lift up the name of Jesus Christ, as you're going to get a good dose of that every day here on this show. But you're also going to get a good dose of the good news of America, a nation that I do believe has been blessed from sea to shining sea. There is a move afoot in case you are not aware that America is uh, under attack in its on its principle, its core values. And they're doing that through the poisoning of the bloodstream of American young people. And what we have uh, posed here to Walker Wildman, who is my guest here today, is this question. Is there also then a redefinition that is going on of certain words like gender, like family, nation? And hey, folks, just so you'll know, I am a nationalist. I love America above all (laughs) other nations on the face of the earth. And if you really want to get a good look at a nationalist, look at Bibi Netanyahu. His face should be right out beside that word nationalist. He loves Israel. I love America, and you should, too. Walker, is there a redefinition of who we are and what we are through the words that should be so common to us, like family, gender, marriage, and so forth? Talk to us about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's actually been there, there's been for, for years now a reworking or a retooling of definitions of, I mean, of terms and, 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 and word usage to actually fight back against people who who believe in America, who are proud of America. And and to your point, the term nationalism, look, the the media has been, and and the left has been trying to to link the term nationalism with white supremacy. And they've been trying to do this for the past year or two now, and they've actually succeeded to to a certain extent uh, and trying to accuse President Trump of being racist because he's a nationalist. He's uh, an American for America first president, but there's nothing shameful, nothing wrong with being a nationalist. What a nationalist means is that I care about America before I care about any other country. And you look across the globe, and the reason some of these other countries are doing so well is because they have nationalist, populist leaders. Uh, Even in China and and other, other places, their leaders care more about China than they do other countries. And so 
the South will actually be nationalist in America. And if you're not nationalist, then I would say, where is your loyalty? Is your loyalty to another country? If that, in that, if that's the case, then you need to go to another country. But, but look, we, we all know that the people who hate America, who are actually living in America, benefiting off. Walker, you're fading. You're fading in and out. You're Hollywood actors. You're fading in and out, but that's okay. Go ahead. Sure, sure. Sorry about that. I'll try to step outside see if I get a better signal. But the the reason that the, these Hollywood actors won't go to another country, even though they said they would after President Trump was elected, is because there is no other country as good as ours. And so they're staying here, benefiting off of our economy and our free society. Meanwhile, they're trying to tear it down. Absolutely. Absolutely. Walker, let's uh, let's let's deal with this topic. I think you and I can probably cover this uh, really good. And I think it will be very um, advantageous for our audience to hear you and I talk about this. Let me set it up like this. Uh, You're a southerner. I'm a southerner. I'm born and bred in Louisiana. Uh, My family comes. My roots run deep into this soil, goes all the way back to the 1700s in this soil. I know that you're from Mississippi. We're both southern boys we like the same thing and folks you've heard me say this before uh two two southerners i don't care what color they are uh if in fact you say hey uh, let's go get some cornbread and and, and black-eyed peas or cornbread and field peas whatever it is uh, uh we're, we're, we're down with that we, we understand exactly what's what every what we're talking about here uh we eat the same foods we we believe god basically the same uh football in many regions of the south is a second religion there's no question about it uh, and we we also have a sense of morality that's the same in the South. Walker, I've always been a person who uh, feels in my adult years that healing for Americans, America's uh, race divisions will come from the South because we have come through such a common background and we have overcome so many things that people in other parts of the country still wrestle with. My question to you is, uh, is it then uh, also a part of the progressive liberal um, uh, endgame to keep us divided along racial lines? Talk to us about how you see that uh, poison in our country working on us effectively, or maybe it's not effective. Talk to us. Yeah, well, if you if you if you watch the Democrats that are running for the 2020 presidential uh, race or the presidential ticket, they all are covering issues that are highly divisive highly divisive. They are pitting one class against another, one skin color against another. And and really the only way that, that we're going to unify this country is if we stop looking at each other and thinking about each other as based on, on the skin tone, on the skin tone. So we have to get past that. And to your point, you know, the the, the people try to bash the South as this as this hotbed of racism and, and the KKK is thriving in the South. That's actually not true. The South is, is one of the most hospitable places in America, and there's more unity down here than there is uh, in other parts of the country. And we, we saw this with the so-called Black Lives Matter movement and, and the war on police that really put, put, put police uh, and community relations back 40 years, uh, all done under President Barack Obama. But 
we have to talk about issues that unite our country, and that's what that's what conservatives have been trying to do, and that is unite our country, because we're not going to go anywhere as a country unless we come together. So, uh, as divided as our country is right now, unfortunately, we have to find things uh, that bring unity, and that's what we're focused on. And we can't buy into the whole class warfare argument because that's only going to divide us more. You know, when we talk about the megaphone that both Walker and I enjoy as being part of American Family Radio and a part of uh, talk radio uh, scene throughout America and certainly here on Red State Talk Radio and uh, Loving Liberty and many other platforms throughout the country that do uh, have conservatives speak on it. There has to be a mission. Now, Don Wildman, who is the founder of American Family uh, Radio and Association, uh, has given to us a platform to do just what Walker, his grandson, is talking about, and that is build that bridge. I see it so much when I listen to American Family Radio, Urban Family Talk. Walker, let's talk about uh, conservative talk radio, Christian talk radio. From a conservative perspective, how important is this platform moving forward? And why should Americans look to this platform as an alternative as we move forward on our American journey? Yeah, talk radio is huge and key in, 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 in shaping cultural outcomes and political outcomes, and we saw that back in the 2016 election. You know, talk radio plays a vital role, and I think it's it's continuing to grow and grow and grow. And one of the reasons is that various conservatives, yourself, myself, you have Sean Hannity and Mark Levin uh, and others – who are dominating talk radio because Americans are getting a fresh perspective, a perspective on truth that that they're not getting when they cut on cable television or to traditional cable television, the main networks, if you will. And so talk radio is going to continue to grow, going to continue to be influential. And, it, and another factor here is that the left can't uh, – they cannot censor us on talk radio. They can't censor us, and so that's the great thing. And American Family Radio, where I work here, we own the, the vast majority of our stations. We actually own the land and the tower underneath it, so nobody can take it away from us. And so conservatives have to continue to grow their voice, add more stations, add more audience. Uh, because that's the way that we're going to change hearts and minds. The issue that uh, confronts us today, and uh, I have said uh, that the next civil war in this country will be fought over these two issues, gay marriage and perhaps abortion, and uh, the pundits of those two, the defenders of those two issues are very loud in their defense of them. Walker, you have been a, a voice uh, speaking for pro, pro-life pro uh, issues. I'm a voice pre- speaking for pro-life issues. When we look at uh, the design of uh, in our human frailty, many times we're, we're said that we are haters and that that this is a woman's issue and circling back around to our uh, startup talk- topic was masculinity. What role should men play in fighting 
abortion or is it a man's issue at all? Talk to us. Yeah, abortion, actually, this topic, this discussion that you just brought up has actually become more relevant the past few years. And that is what role do dads have in abortions and and, and when 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 it's their child? equally as it is the mother's child that, that's being killed and the life being ended. And I think fathers should have equal say in the future and the outcome of that child as the mothers do. And and maybe that's not always the case. Sometimes dads are MIA, missing an action uh, when it comes to these uh, out-of-wedlock births. But dads are going to have to step up to the plate and speak up for these children. And when it comes to the issue of abortion, uh, we're winning uh, when it comes to the public uh, perception and their view of, of when life begins at conception and a heartbeat begins at five or six weeks, which is, which is amazing that technology can show us that. But we're going to still have to continue to fight this battle. Uh, even if Roe versus Wade is overturned, that would just mean it goes back to the states. And these states like California and New York can continue murdering babies even up to 40 weeks. And even some of them, some of the politicians are talking about killing the babies even once they're out of the womb. So this issue is not going away. We're going to have to continue to hit on this. And I believe 100 percent that, that this issue of abortion will go down as even worse than the Holocaust in Nazi Germany. Once, once the history books are written, the murder of 70 million plus babies in the womb will go down worse than Hitler's Germany uh, uh, back many, many years ago. We're on with Walker Wildman, American Family Radio's host. And of course, he is a part of that great family legacy created by Don Wildman, American Family Radio. Walker, yesterday I had a chance to speak with my son, uh, who has given uh, my wife and I, Jane, uh, over 40 years. She and I have been uh, married. We're so so proud of our our children. Uh, And yesterday being Father's Day, was so proud to talk to my son. And, And what brings this to mind is that I have been able to place in him what my daddy placed in me, and that was the fact to be a stand-up guy and take responsibility. Is there something that uh, we are leaving out of our young men today? And I know that uh, many of them don't have family, uh, but is there a, a space for us to step up and mentor those young men who may be left without a father figure? What role should we play in that? And what is it that we are leaving out of our young people, in your opinion, in today's America? Walker Wildman. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think we're the church, the, the church of Jesus Christ. I think we're going to have to step up to the plate. I think we have been doing that to the to, to a certain extent and, and, and taking in these children who have no parents, who have no fathers, who have no mothers. I think we're going to have to to take on that front. But we're also going to have to teach our kids. And like you're talking about with your son, we're going to have to teach our kids. Uh, the, the the type of, of, of people that God has called them to be. We're going to have to teach uh, uh, our daughters 
to be respectful of their future husband, that the, that the male is the leader of the household. We're going to have to teach men that they're to respect their future spouses, and, and, and we're going to have to teach them to be leaders. And so all of these characteristics, we're going to have to really hammer in our children. And I have, I have a, a two-year-old son and then three-month-old twins. I've already got three boys uh, in the lineup. <laughs> And I'm having to. I'm already teaching my two-year-old, you know, discipline. And one positive thing that we can take from this, uh, uh, CL, is that we are Christians are uh, are beginning. Uh, well, over time, over the decades, take back the culture. How? Because we are having more children than the left. The left's hardly having any children. They're just indoctrinating ours uh, in grade school and college. That's the only way they get they get true. Uh, troops, if you will, is by indoctrination. So that's one positive thing that's going on is that Christians are still having uh, multiple children, and we're teaching them to be godly men and women. When we come back, Walker, if you can stay with me through the break, uh, I want to talk to you about MAGA. I want to talk to you about Donald John Trump, the President of the United States, and I want to talk about uh, this idea that people are, in fact, uh, trying to use these words, make America great again as some type of dog whistle uh, to folks who want to, uh, of course, uh, be xenophobes, homophobes, and whatever the phobe that they want to apply to patriots. Uh, We're on with Walker Wildman. Walker Wildman, American Family Radio, uh, is on with me. And we're going to talk about MAGA, MAGA country, and uh, this uh, type of environment that we're currently living in. As we say on this shallow sea of color in America right now, uh, friends, there are some things that are absolutely distorted that we we at one time had a chance to set right. But then there was a movement and you can uh, take it from television to sitcoms uh, that vilified people like Archie Bunker and glorified uh, people who were uh, mad and angry like George Jefferson made them laugh about it. I talk about this around the nation. Uh, how we were brought under the spell of comedy on issues that did provide a programming for our minds and also the progressive liberal agenda through our television sets. And our nation became weaker because of it. And we have gotten to this place in America today because we laughed at some things that we really should have shunned. We're going to talk about making America great again. I'm going to ask Walker Wildman of American Family Radio how How is our president doing? What type of job is Donald John Trump doing? And what can we do as American Christians and conservatives to, in fact, assure a landslide victory in 2020? Is it to the American Christian? Is it to the American conservative to be just as activist as the social uh, agenda and the progressive liberals who have been agitators over such a long period of time? Is it now time for us to wake up and understand that we have better become just as active and become just as agitating as some of them have been as well? 
Great conversation here today we've had with Walker Wildman. Want to keep him on just a little bit longer so that you may benefit from this conversation, one that must be had throughout our nation as we build the bridge to conversation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show daily, coast to coast and border to border. Want to thank all of you for coming along. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back with more of the C.L. Bryant Show in just a couple of minutes. You thought I was worth Change my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die for. So you sacrificed. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. Hey, folks, the 4th of July is coming up really quick, and I encourage all of you to go to wherever music is sold and pick up that song, I Am an American by D-Rock. D-Rock uh, does, and hey, if you invite him to to perform it wherever you are, uh, he will, I'm telling you, uh, tear the place down with his patriotic music. I was blessed to uh, lend my voice to the opening of his latest release, I Am an American. And by all means, folks, download the free C.L. Bryant Show app onto your iPhone or favorite device and go come with me, follow me, listen to all the shows that are archived there on the app the cl bryant show on with me now is and has been with have been with me through uh this entire hour seldom do i keep a guest this long but this has been a conversation that i know (laughs) i knew that we could have um and 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 the important thing for you to understand folks regardless of the color of skin or any of that type of thing if you are raised with the same core values you can actually swap houses and know that you were raised in the same house as far as core values are concerned. That's the way it works in this nation. And that's what we're wanting to get back to is helping Americans understand that we have a birthright that has made our nation the greatest and most exceptional on the earth and one that God has blessed from sea to shining sea. Walker, when we talk about MAGA, making America great again, there are some people who take issue with that and still take issue with the president who brought that acronym to prominence. Give us an idea 
idea of how a good a job or maybe how bad a job the president is doing from your perspective. And talk to us about MAGA. Some people say America doesn't need to be made great again. We, we've never been great. Some say that that's just something to to agitate uh, people like you and me and uh, and denigrate other people who uh, don't get the benefits of being an American. Let's talk about that. What is in a word? What's in an acronym? MAGA. Make America Great Again. Talk to us. Yeah, it's it's hard to explain in just one or two words, but if you wanted me to give you two examples of what making America great is all about, you look at the judges, the constitutional conservative judges that President Trump continues to put on the federal judiciary across the country, you look at that as the first example, and then you look at number two at the economic impact, the uh, the booming economy that President Trump has brought about. Those two things are what making America great is all about. And on the on the latter thing about the economy, you know, some people say, well, that's just money, and it's just this, or it's just that. President Trump, by making America's economy so strong again, he is he is pushing individual liberty, individual prosperity on people uh, who have never, ever gotten to experience that. And so we're bringing people out of the bondage of welfare and relying on the government for a paycheck, and they're starting to earn their own living to work hard with their own hands. And that is a quality and a benefit to this economy that that we're going to see for years to come. Is it so that you mentioned individual liberty and individual uh, accomplishments? I've always been a proponent. My my father was a World War II vet, grandfather World War I vet, and my great-grandfather, Spanish-American War veteran. Each one of them uh, were supreme individualists. They they were different kind of men, did not march to the drum of just anybody's drum, drum beat. Uh, they marched to their own drum beat and I thank God that they passed that down uh, to me Walker today when you look at the progressive liberal agenda they want us all to vote the same uh, talk the same have the same type of uh, agenda that is what you were referring to indicates that we should contribute our gift, whatever God has given us individually to and put that on the table and then the whole can, in fact, benefit from the individual's gift, thus creating what we call e pluribus unum. Talk to us about that individual contribution yeah. that each and every one of us must make. Have we gotten that twisted as far as uh, American contribution is concerned? What do you say? Yeah, America was built on exactly what you're talking about, and that's that's individual liberty, individual prosperity, and hard work. And the, the way America is set up is so that every person on the totem pole, if you will, every person is important. And whether it's someone who doesn't even have a high school diploma and, and they're working uh, at the construction site – or whether it's someone in corporate America who's making millions and millions of dollars. Everyone from the top to the bottom plays an important role in America and in our economy and in our culture. 
And that's what makes makes America so special is that no matter what part of society you're in, you're playing a vital role in, in, in allowing our country to prosper and to move on. And so that's what makes America different than other countries. And, you know, when, when just recently Alexandria, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the, the congresswoman out of New York, she said that Amazon needs to raise their minimum wage, talking about Jeff Bezos and Amazon Corporation. They need to raise their minimum wage. They're, they're, they're not even paying starvation wages. And that is absolutely not true. Amazon's minimum wage is 15 bucks an hour. There's people here in Mississippi making seven seven twenty five, which is the minimum wage, or eight or nine dollars an hour, and they at least have a high school di- diploma. So the whole idea that these corporations can pay people twenty five bucks an hour who don't even have a, a high school or college degree, that's ridiculous. And there's nothing against people who don't have a high school diploma, but you can't expect the same pay rate as someone who has their master's. That's just pure economics and common sense. So uh, America is special because no matter what position uh, of society you're in, you play an important role and you have the chance to climb the ladder. Well said. And, folks, we might as well ask the question, uh, how much is it worth to flip a hamburger? I'm not denigrating anybody's flip, flip, flipping a hamburger. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying that <laughs> there is a certain uh, dollar value that has to be applied to the type of work that you have been trained to do. We once uh, in this interview talked about equal outcome. Uh, th- it has to be dependent upon contribution and a word that the president does use a lot, and that is merit. Walker, uh, the final thing I want to talk to you about is the crisis that we are experiencing at our border. And folks, you are listening to two American males talking about this. Just for the sake of conversation, since we describe each other in color uh, in this country, one white, one black, but both of us unashamedly, unabashedly Christian, unashamedly, unabashed conservatives. And we're standing up for American principles. If we don't protect our borders, Walker, is there any use in calling ourselves a nation if we don't stop the influx of illegal aliens into this country? I haven't heard from you on this topic. Talk to us about it. Yeah, the crisis of illegal immigration and even even the former Department of Homeland Security under Obama, Jay Johnson, he said it's a crisis, no doubt. And so everyone understands, even the Democrats know it's a crisis, and that's why they slip up every few weeks and call it a crisis, even though that's against their talking points. But uh, we have to get a hold of this because this is one of the top issues, I would say. Uh, We have abortion. We have the cultural agenda to tear down the the very fabric of our country, and that is taking away fathers from the home. But the the thing that falls right below that is this this issue of illegal immigration. And if we don't get a hold of it, we're going to have uh, we're going to have millions upon millions of illegal voters in states like California and New York and Illinois because they're already making it legal, if, if, that's, if that's even possible, for illegal immigrants to vote by giving them driver's licenses, et cetera, and they're voting in local elections. So we have to get a hold of this problem. President Trump is trying to do that, but he's had absolutely no help from Congress. 
From the great state of Mississippi and from the great state of Louisiana, broadcasting throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, I have had on with me today Walker Wildman, American Family Radio's Walker Wildman. Walker, tell the folks how to get in touch with you if they want you to come and talk to them at their church, civic organization, uh, if they want you to come to where they are and give us how we can engage with American Family Radio. It's all yours. Got about two minutes. Talk to us. Yeah, absolutely. You can just, uh, the, the simple way to do it is to visit our website, afa.net. That's afa.net. Visit our website there. Check out all of the articles and resources that we have there. And if you want to have someone from our ministry come speak at your event at your church, uh, just shoot us an email. You can find our email on that website also. So we're, we're all, as you mentioned, Sia, we're all playing uh, our own part. We're our own part in the body of Christ uh, to win back the soul of this country. And we're doing it one step at a time. And I just want to encourage your listeners not to get discouraged because we might lose a battle here or there. We know the end game here, and that is Jesus Christ will reign supreme someday. But until then, we have to be faithful in sharing and carrying out uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ. We have come representing above all the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, our mission to advance his kingdom right here on this earth until he comes. Walker, continue to fight the good fight. And I know that you will because you are. And I want to thank you again for being on with me. It was the first time, but I certainly hope that it won't be the last. Uh, There's a lot of other topics that I'd really like to pick your brain on and engage with you on as well. Again, thank you for being on here with me today. Tell Tim, uh, your dad, that I said hello. I was on Tim's show. It's been a couple of years ago that I was on his show and all of the crew uh, there at American Family Radio that I said hi and uh, keep up the good work in making Jesus famous throughout the entire world. Again, thank you for being on with me. Talk to you real soon. Thank you, CEO. God bless you. Keep up the good work. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryan Show. We've had on with us Walker Wildman, American Family Radio. And uh, friends, uh, this is the conversation. These are the things that we as Americans, Americans now must turn to. As you heard him say, there is no topic that uh, should be off limits for conservatives, American Christians to talk about because it's in your face, folks. Listen, all of you pastors out there, and I know many pastors listen to this show. Let me say this to you. There was that two-headed coin that Jesus uh, was presented with, and Caesar's image was on that coin. And the conclusion when when he was being confronted about taxes, the conclusion that he came to and the, the message that he sent, well, you have to render unto Caesar the things that are Caesar's, but unto God the things that are God's. And pastors, your people in your congregations, they go out and they face the Caesars of this world every day. It is your duty to equip them with the tools from the scriptures to confront the Caesars of this world, because truly the Caesars of this world are indeed confronting your people. Don't send them out unarmed as sheep among wolves. Help them be clothed and refreshed 
armed with all of the tools that Scripture provides for warriors of the cross. I'm CL. Be back after the news. Timely, credible, thoughtful discussion without the partisan outrage. This is the Loving Liberty Radio Network. 